Hello, thanks for listening to the Holiness Preaching Online podcast. We appreciate you for your support. If you would like to donate to our podcast ministry, you can do so by sending your donations through PayPal by searching for our PayPal account. Our username is HPO Ministries. We thank you for your giving. Now, here's an advertisement from one of our friends of our podcast. God bless. Thank you for listening to Holiness Preaching Online. I'm Shane Boyer, inviting you to listen to Holiness Voices Radio. We play music from artists within the Pentecostal Holiness Fellowship. Download our app from one of the app stores or listen via our website at holinessvoices.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us radio at holinessvoices.org. Radio at holinessvoices.org. Broadcasting the gospel in word and song, Holiness Voices Radio. Hello, welcome to the Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. Grab your Bible and listen to God's voice through our anointed Pentecostal holiness ministers as they deliver the burning message on their hearts. Thank you for your support. chapter number 37, very familiar scripture, very familiar scripture, while you're turning to support and testify, if you will. I've never preached this before, and uh, Saturday night we was praying, been praying for some time about the service, and had saw things in prayer and I felt like the Lord put it together so I, I covet your prayers tonight and uh, just bear with us don't want to take anything out of context don't think we'll be real long amen. but I just want to relay to you what the Lord gave to me amen. I feel like it's for us tonight the Bible said in Ezekiel 37 and 1 the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley which was full of bones. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? 
Question mark. And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath into you, that ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I beheld all the sinews, and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but notice this, but there was no breath in them. And then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God. Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came in them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. If you would, amen, turn real quick, or you don't have to, amen, Leviticus chapter 17, and verse number 11. He said, For the life of the flesh... Is in the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. If you would stretch your hand to heaven. God, would you move tonight, Lord, and help us. God, just anoint us, Lord. That's the only way we can preach, Lord, and I know that. God, I ask you, Lord, just touch our mind. Help our thoughts to be clear. Our lips, our voice, Lord, our lungs, God. Touch our hearts and touch the hearts of your people. God, please move tonight and have your way, your will. Help us to say no more you want us to stay, Lord. Not to dare say any last. God, bring it together in your name. In Jesus' name, the church said. Amen. If the Lord would help us for a little bit, I'd like to preach on when he said, live. Amen. When he said, live. I thought as we prayed uh, for the last several days and coming here, uh, we text back and forth with Brother Sparks over the course of them battling with some sickness and with us battling with some sickness. And I saw this in prayer even then and even over the weekend and throughout this week and the last, last few weeks. But I can see as it were a lady, and I'm just going to preach how I feel, and uh, I know that, that there are probably some things tonight that are sensitive, and I don't want to bring up anything that is sensitive, and I don't want to just get stuck on where we are in our country and in our culture, but I can see in prayer as it were a, a, a lady with an outstretched arm, I be in her arm, amen, and I could hear, amen, the beeping of monitors, a pale body, Bluish, amen. Somebody definitely in critical shape, unresponsive, in a typical picture, amen, of a patient that is presently suffering in this time that we're in, amen, from this plague. Currently dealing with, amen, what we're dealing with now. But the thing of it was, was this body or this person, amen, did not lay in a hospital, amen. But I saw this as though, amen, she lay out in a church. Oh, hallelujah. And notice there in verse number three, the question was asked, can these bones live? Can you imagine being in the place of the prophet? Amen. Then all you saw was something that was utterly hopeless. There was no sign. 
hope anywhere. There was no resemblance of what hope used to look like. There was no resemblance of what even life used to look like. There was no facial features. There was no garments on the bodies. There was no even order to this army. Have a brother horn. All it was was dry bones scattered and separated all throughout the valley. Amen. It could have been that it couldn't even be declared whether or not these bones were human. Amen. But the Lord takes him through and takes him by and asks him the question, can these bones live? Amen. There's a lot of things tonight that I could ask you that same question. Can these things be brought back to life? Amen. Can these things ever be resurrected? Can these things that are so dead before us and so far from what they were, amen, just some time ago, ever be restored to what they once was? Amen. And I like the answer of the prophet where he said, Oh, Lord God, thou knowest, amen. But notice that word live there. Amen. It comes, and just bear with us. We'll get somewhere by the help of the Lord. Amen. It comes from two Hebrew words. Amen. And I'll probably butcher them. But that first Hebrew word, amen, Shabbat, meaning to tell or to declare. And that second Hebrew word, meaning to live. Amen. Whether literally or figuratively, causatively, meaning to revive. So it could have been said, amen, can these bones be told to revive? Oh, hallelujah. And as I answered there, he said, oh, Lord God, only thou knowest. But notice in verse 8, but we see these bones now together. That's the new and skin on them. But there they are standing. That's a great exceeded army. But they still are dead. There still is no life. Now there's a resemblance of an army, but no life. Amen. But notice verse 5 tells us that the Lord would cause to breathe her breath to enter into them. And they would what? And they would live. So I'd like to ask you tonight, is life in the breath? Is life in the breath? Amen. The Lord said to them, Amen, I'll cause you to stand there, a great exceeding army, and I'll breathe in you. Oh, hallelujah. But did not Leviticus 17 and 11 tell us, Amen, the life of all flesh, Amen, is in the blood. Could both of these be true? Could it be in the breath and the life? Amen. Like I said, I don't want to take it out of context, but just bear with us. But that word life in Leviticus comes from the Hebrew word napash, meaning to be refreshed, or a primitive root word, meaning to breathe. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. That same word, meaning and focusing on breath. I want to tell you, friend, and this is a burden of my heart, but I believe Satan is doing under the body of Christ the same thing that he's doing amen to all those riddle bodies tonight laying in an ICU unit amen riddle with COVID amen that their lungs no longer will allow them to function you say preacher amen we've got family that's done no wrong 
world as results of it. I have to. Amen. And we've got family preacher yet suffering tonight. I do too. Amen. I thought tonight, how long is we're preaching? I've got an aunt laying in Lexington in the hospital in ICU. And she went in thinking she was only dehydrated. Just a few days later, Sister Larson to be put on the ventilator. Amen. All of her other organs were functioning well. Amen. But her lungs, amen, would be one that the doctor would look at them and say, I've never seen much worse a set of lungs in all my practice in this whole span of COVID than these lungs that I see here. Amen. I thought almost giving up complete hope. Her kidneys taking effect. Amen. Her body being riddled because her lungs would no longer work as they should. Amen. I know I thought at first perhaps just because of her condition and the burden of her heart, maybe that's why we saw what we saw in prayer. Amen. But I don't think so. But I believe the Lord. Amen. Gave me a glimpse, if you will. Amen. Of a portion, amen, if you will, of the body of Christ or the bride of Christ. Amen. That seems to be in that same condition spiritually. Amen. Is what they are in the natural. Amen. Because every few seconds, amen, I jotted this down with each inhalation air appeals a large portion of millions of alveola. Amen. In a process called diffusion, oxygen fused. Amen. From there, amen, the blood through the capillaries or the tiny blood vessels. Amen. Some of those medical field folks in the house, amen, don't laugh at me. Amen. Line in the alveola. Amen. Picked up by the hemoglobin and the red blood cells. And then this oxygen rich blood flows back to the heart, which pumps it through the arteries. Amen. To give, amen, that oxygen hungry tissue. Amen. What it needs throughout the body. Oh, glory to God. And you know why? That he said the life of all flesh is in the blood. in that breath and that air flowing that oxygen through the blood of our bodies and then giving the body what it needs to every part without it you cannot live if you lose your ability to breathe you lose your ability to have life itself Amen. just merely because amen my dear aunt lays there Unable to breathe. She's lost all her quality of life. And I told the Lord last night, I said, Lord, or maybe today, I said, if she's ready to meet you, amen, it'd be better that she breathe that last breath. Amen. For immediately, she would have life abundant and fullness of life and get a rest. But I said, oh, God, amen, if she's not ready, I believe she's ready tonight. But can I tell you, friend, what a tragedy to think of a disease that's plagued our land. Amen. That just causes people to lose their ability to breathe. I'm going to take my time out here. 
Amen. And bear with us. Amen. We, we'll get where the Lord wants us to be. And I thought just a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, battled that little sickness. Amen. About a year and a half ago. And I thought it was nothing. Amen. I'm a young man, 29 year old at that time. Amen. And I, I thought, man, what's the big deal? I didn't understand it, but still, sometimes our young brains, amen, don't think like they should. Amen. But oh, I thought a couple of weeks ago, here we go again. But this time, amen, that sickness lasted about 24 hours. Hit me like a ton of bricks. And I told Brother Sparks, amen. Through texting, I said, I'm ashamed at the age that I am that this weakened me and winded me. As it did, I wanted to come Sunday night, but I literally told my wife, I said, Unless the Lord really got a hold of me, I don't think I could make it through the preach. I'm telling you, amen, what a tragedy. And I said, I can't imagine our elders, amen, and I can't imagine. You see, it's affecting everybody. You say, oh, Lord, why is he there? Amen, because, amen, I see the devil doing the same thing to the body of Christ. Amen, oh, can I tell you? Amen, there stood that army, but it took the breath of God to breathe into them, and that oxygen to begin to roll through their blood and begin to give them strength for them to fight. I'm going to tell you, amen, everywhere you read reference to breath and wind, it's talking about the Holy Ghost, that there's something swept among us that's caused us to lose our ability to inhale that breath of God and that presence of God, amen, and the Lord sent that breath throughout the body. Oh, glory. Satan wants the church to have a lung issue. Amen. Amen. That the Holy Ghost can't flow in like it should and minister to the needs that it ought. And I saw it in this pandemic. Amen. These services where the presence of God comes is just like a big deep breath. And it would give you strength to go another moment. Oh, he wants to constrict and to squeeze and to hold and to do everything he can because he knows, Sister Marcia, that if he can just simply prevent us from breathing in the presence of God, everything else can work, everything else can function, but we can't live without that breath. We can't live without the presence of God. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. We cannot breathe and live spiritual lives without the Spirit of God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Could this have been one reason, amen, that Christ's blood was so praying, man. Don't think it'd be funny, amen. I just think peculiar, amen. But we know all the preciousness of the blood of Jesus. But could that have been one precious quality, amen, of that blood, amen, him having no earthly father, but him conceived by the very Holy Ghost, 
the very spirit of God, amen, and through his veins, amen, the very breath of God supplied his blood vessels, and as he spilled it out, it wouldn't just red blood, though in every drop was a little bit of the breath of God, and the very, amen, essence of the Holy Ghost, oh glory, I'm telling you, we got to have the breath. We got to have the wind. We need our lungs spiritually to function like they should. We need somebody to be able to breathe again. Oh, glory. Amen. I said, we need somebody to be able to breathe again. Oh, glory. Amen. We come to church. Amen. We're here. Amen. We're in body. There's sinew. There, there's muscles, if you will. Amen. There's skin, if you will. There's a resemblance of an army. Amen. There's pianos and guitars and bass and drums. Amen. There's beautiful sanctuaries. There's talented songs. Amen. Oh, I'm telling you, it looks like an army. Such a pitiful, 
pitiful situation. Where would you stop to put her back together? A valley full of dry bones. Where would you start to put them back together? But, but just the simple thought that, amen, when they stood there, Brother Bill, an army with skin and flesh and muscles, and they looked back, but there was no breath in them. To think that the only thing that kept them from winning the battle was their lack of wind. And their lack of breath. Amen. And I look out tonight across our country. Amen. And I see a church. Amen. That knows how to live homeless. And they know how to live before God. Amen. I know preachers who know I preach. I know sailors who know I sing. Amen. I know folks that know I do for God. Missionaries who know I know. Amen. And I come out and go in. Amen. But yet turn. Hey, then we're missing one thing. We're struggling for wind. We're saying, Lord, I just can't hardly catch my breath. Hey, then, but I'm telling you, hey, then there's a God in heaven tonight that knows how to heal our problem. Oh, glory to God. I said, there's a God in heaven tonight that could let you inhale and exhale the good spirit and presence of God that you'd feel like a brand new man. Just mean win. That's the only thing really that we struggle with, amen, with COVID, is I lost my wind. I lost my breath. I'm somebody I like to sing. I like to push. I like to preach. And we went back to the home church and sung one verse. And I was standing over there trying not to show it. Amen. Tucking my elbow on my side. Needing some wind, amen. Oh, glory to God. But I felt like here lately, Sister Kathy, in my spirit, that I've endeavored to preach, and I've endeavored to sing, and we've endeavored to shout, and we've endeavored to have church. Amen. But there's a little lacking in the wind. Oh, but I felt the Lord say, if you'll go to Pine Grove and just prophesy of the wind, I'll feel it. Reason Leviticus would tell us that the lie. 
oxygen tonight. Amen. The preachers need a little. Brother Sidney, come and say, I need to catch my breath. Amen. I need the wind. Brother Orton, the blow on me. Amen. I need the Lord just to blow by. Amen. I'm telling you, there's something about it. What's the close? There's something about that breath of God. Amen. This makes all the difference. Yeah. Elijah was there, and a fire, an earthquake, a storm. But a still, small voice came to the mouth of the cave. And it was so overwhelming that he wrapped his head in his mouth. You look at that word. Still, small voice. And it would say a quiet, whispering breath. This is just my little commentary. But I believe that God literally, after all that commotion, put his mouth up to the cave's entrance and just... And just flowed. Amen. I want you to know tonight. Amen. I want to God. Amen. That he leaned his lips down the pine grove. Amen. And just send a little refreshing breeze from his very mouth. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. What is it when you're smothered? Amen. And I ask my tack that you run for the door. Amen. To get that night air. Amen. Because you've got to catch your breath. I feel anxious in my spirit. It looks like the devil is at the upper swing. But if I could just catch my breath, I believe I could fight the battle. Yeah. <laughs> 
can send the breeze to blow. That we can take this heat. That we can take this pressure. And that we just need to catch our breath. Amen. I can see that lady so pray. Come, Sister Courtney, if it's all right, pray. Amen. Come on. I can see that lady so plain in my mind. And present the church laying there, suffering, struggling so bad. But just one thing wrong with her. She had an inability to breathe. Amen. I'm telling you, I wouldn't give him no credit for it. I hate the enemy. I hate the devil. I hate him with a passion, and I'm not much of one to heart and holler about I hate the devil and stomp the day. You know, I hate me. But I hate him so much. But you know something? He would love nothing more. I don't believe God sends sickness. I can't make me believe that. Sometimes God permits things to come away. But I thought the enemy of our soul in this fallen world that we live in, this old sinful mess, that's supposed to blame for what we're dealing with. And I believe the devil glees every time that a good child of God grows sick, unable to pray, incapacitated to the point that they can't go to church, can't worship, can't do for God. But you know what I think he loves even more than that? Is when he causes a church to be in every function and order. <coughs> one thing they can't seem to feel the presence of God and get their breath maybe it's just me maybe it ain't you but where I come from we've been kind of struggling to get a hold of the presence of God my friend I want to tell you that's, that's the whole essence of our life is that breath that presence if the devil can rob that presence from you, he's got you. But as that old song said, amen, I'm taking it back. What the devil stole from me. I saw them that fit and fought with everything in them. There's a lady that used to go to our church. They wanted to put her on the vent. And I'm telling you, I thought she was going to pass because she would not let them put her on the ventilator. She had people praying. But tonight she made it back home. She's still struggling. She walked across the floor to oxygen. There was an age with full oxygen on. But she fit that and fit that and fit that and fit that. She said, because I know this is how it was in her mind. She's this country. She said, I'm just so afraid that if I get the word that I can't breathe by myself. She did just a, sim just a simple country way of looking. She said, if I can't breathe by myself, and that's going to breathe for me. She said, I probably won't live. Friend, I'm going to tell you, I wish to God tonight that somebody in their soul would say, I'm just so afraid if I get to where I can't take in that presence of God that I'm not going to be able to live. Amen. There's backsliders out there tonight that, that, that we could shove it down their neck and we could pump it in them and we'd do everything we could to 
keep them from going too far. But friend, I don't ever want to lose my ability to inhale that good spirit in the presence of God. Amen. I want to be able to take it in because without it, I won't make it, brother. Amen. Amen.
Hi, thank you for listening to the Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. We hope this sermon encouraged you. If you would like to send us audio sermons to be played on the podcast or put on our website, please contact us. You can send us an email at hpoministries at gmail.com. Please tell your friends and family about our podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. Once again, thanks for your support. May God richly bless you.